What's going on, squad? Welcome to A Vision Includes You. This podcast is where I help you step into your true power so that you can elevate all areas of your life without any regrets. My name is Kevin Vu, and I am an online fitness coach and mindset coach, and I'm on a mission to impact millions of lives across the globe. In my experience, I've helped over hundreds completely transform their lives by unlocking their full potential. It's now my goal to share that knowledge I've accumulated over the years into actionable steps to help you turn your vision into your reality. Now, let's get into today's episode happening um if you're watching this live so dj anytime you're ready you can just go ahead and press the live button but way way ahead of you so i, I just clicked it um, <laughs> oh, okay, but with cool. that being said guys with that being said guys welcome to another episode of the way to the nomad podcast today joined with kevin boo from bougie fitness we're going to be talking about turning the ants in your life into pets so real fun quirky words um and we're going to be going over automatic negative thoughts and turning it into positive empowering thoughts kevin how's your day going tell me a little bit about your week yes so my day's been going a lot better um i want to say at the start of the week I had to attend to some family emergencies and everything like that but everything's all sorted i just kind of feel a little bit delayed uh when it comes to my routine and everything but i'm super happy to be back on track and you know when i was away for a couple of days it wasn't like i completely neglected my fitness goals so staying on top of everything still showing up for my workouts getting my steps in my cardio uh drinking my water intake i feel good overall i feel like um i didn't even lose any progress and i'm actually super happy now that i'm back in routine and everything so dj how's, how have you been honestly i've been feeling really good i'm on track uh in two weeks i'm gonna go on a little one week trip so for anybody let's go gonna go gonna go away for just a week and super excited for that um but with that being said let's jump into today's topic so the ants what are the ants so what are ants we have actually more than seventy thousand thoughts per day and the crazy thing is most of them are negative most of our thoughts throughout the day are negative and a lot of times you know people don't realize that there's messages that we're telling ourselves on a daily basis and the majority of them are negative. And then you pile that on, on top of all the negativity you see on the news, you pile that on all your negative environment of maybe it's your friends, maybe it's your family. And it's no wonder people feel like crap. So we're going to be talking about today. First of all, we're going to break down why we have them and we're going to break down how we can turn it into pets. So Kevin, take it away. Why do we have negative thoughts? First of all, why is it that we have automatic negative thoughts yeah so i want to say that it's normal to have negative thoughts and we shouldn't the goal shouldn't always to be like trying to eliminate negative thoughts because negative thoughts they're there to like keep you safe right so for example when my girlfriend is a perfect example of this uh every time i do something she's always trying to uh, tell me to be careful like be safe and like drive safe and all these things and yes it might be annoying but at the end of the day it's there because She wants to keep me safe. She wants to keep her family safe. She wants to keep ourselves safe. So negative thoughts, like, for example, oh, have a safe flight. Like, it's nothing negative. I wouldn't say it's something negative. Like, it's not like you're trying to imply that, oh, what are you going to say? Like, oh, my flight's going to go terrible. Like, no, right? It's like just out of, of, I want to say, like human nature, our thoughts are there to protect us, right? So having negative thoughts is completely normal. So the goal is not to like eliminate any negative thoughts. And that's kind of like a safety mechanism that our minds just have, right? So it's completely normal. And the second reason is over time, when you start thinking this way, 
it almost becomes autonomous, you know, like you're, it's called automatic negative thoughts for a reason. It becomes a habit. It, it comes up like almost on a daily basis, right? And by the fact that 90% of all thoughts are repetitive, you almost have the exact same thoughts every single day. Like when you start feeling like you have negative thoughts, like one day, most likely you're going to have it again the next day. And again, with habits, it doesn't just become something that's being broken overnight. It takes time to recondition yourself and rethink revamp your thoughts so that you can actually turn them into more positive ones. And that's exactly what we're going to be doing in today's podcast. We're going to be teaching you how to transform those ants, AKA negative or automatic negative thoughts into pets, which is positive, empowering thoughts. And again, we have to understand that this is going to be a process and it's not just going to be something overnight. So DJ, um, anything you want to add to that before we jump right in? Yeah. Before we jump in, I want to add that thing. So you have some neurons in your brain. So you have something called myelination. So this is something I learned in, in, in when I was in kinesiology. But basically, what, what you do continuously reinforces. So what happens when you have create these habits, right? You myelinate these, these neurons to automatically work faster. So your brain goes into hyperdrive of like, okay, you done this so many times that you automatically get shortcutted to these ha- to these habits to these actions and so that's exactly what happens so every single time you're 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 building this habit of negative thoughts you create these stronger neural pathways and that's why it's so hard to break habits and so now with that being said how do you break it and why first of all let's talk about why is it harmful why should we break it in the first place so again Automatic negative thoughts are completely normal. They're completely there. And what Kevin said, to keep you safe. So how are they harmful? Well, for a lot of the reasons that it changes actually the way that you you, you actually function. And it has a cascade of negative effects from the way that you behave, from the things that you believe, from maybe the things that you won't do because you're too scared. How many people feel like, you know, you want to do that thing. Maybe you want to commit to your fitness goals, but you have all these negative thoughts like, oh, what if, what if I look stupid in the gym? What if I trip and fall? What if I injure myself? And then you get, you develop, well, some people can develop high-functioning anxiety, which, again, a lot of people have. And I've talked to so many people that struggle with, you know, going to the gym. And it's because they have this idea that everyone's paying attention to them. And they have this idea that all these things that are in their brain are, are going to happen. And so it could be stopping you from doing the thing that you want, right? So breaking that down, not only does it change your behaviors, it does actually have an effect on your hormones. So things like your neurotransmitters, your serotonin, how you feel, this is all going to affect how you feel on a day-to-day basis. Imagine the difference that you would feel if all you thought were empowering positive thoughts. Because what happens when you think of all these negative thoughts throughout the day, this is going to deplete the neurotransmitters such as serotonin and dopamine in your brain. And so these are the feel-good hormones that you produce naturally. But because you're so thinking all the time, all these negative thoughts, all these catastrophizing, that you never get the benefit of, again, what we're going to be talking about, which is empowering uh, pets, sorry, pets, positive, empowering thoughts. Um, and with that being said, so why are they called 
ants. So again, we call them ants because we want to give you a clear picture. So ants, we kind of think of them as a pesky, we think of them as pesky little critters. They're not really wanted. And so pets, we think of maybe a dog and we want these. So that's also why I think it's really important that we, we create that clear depiction. So there are a few things that we should definitely look out for. Um, Kevin, do you want to break down some of the automatic negative thought patterns that we should be watching out for? Yeah, 100%. So we there's actually around like nine that we came up with that are pretty much similar, or I wouldn't, wouldn't say similar, but they pretty much come up in your daily routine and you might not even realize it until we are actually going to be breaking it down. So the first one, maybe you notice this in yourself, or maybe you notice in someone close to you. And that is honestly black and white thinking. So people who always use the word always, never, uh, every time, and like very like certain or uncertain words. And it's like, leaves no room for like probability. And it's like always in absolute thinking. It's like, okay, keto is the only diet that works. Or like carnivore is the only way to lose fat. And these people, when they always say like in absolutes, it's like they're extremists. Like they say that, okay, this is the way that things should be. And there's really little room for uh, negotiations, debation, like any debates at all. It's like, I'm right, you're wrong. That's it. Like end of a story. So if you're going to say, I'm never going to lose the weight, guess what happens to like your actions and your habits? You're never going to lose the weight because you just told yourself you're never going to do it. So why bother changing any of the actions? How many of you can relate to that, right? So that's ant number one is black and white thinking. Um, uh, DJ, I'm not sure if do you want to just go back and forth or do you want me to just yeah. take three? You take three or... Uh, I'll, or I'll, I'll jump into the... Yeah, I'll jump into the next one. So um, again, just and also touching on that. So black and white thinking also applies to the fact that like you either feel like you're 100% doing everything you need to be doing or you might as well say F it to your goals and just start next week. So this is also where black and white thinking negatively affects your fitness goals, your goals in general. So thinking in black and white, remember most of the times, 80% is still an A. And I want everyone to remember this. 80% on a test is, is an A. And yet some people, you know, again, they don't eat everything right. And then so what they choose to do is say F it and I'll restart next week, right? And that's where black and white thinking really uh, hinders you. And with that being said, number two, and number two, focusing on the negative. And what I like to say is if you focus only on the things you don't want, you're going to get exactly what you focus on. So if you focus yep. on the negative, you're going to get negative. If you focus on the positive, guess what? You're going to get more positive. And this is one of the automatic negative thoughts that it basically involves dismissing anything that is good. So, okay, here's a perfect example. You go out throughout your day everyone is saying something good to you you know you look beautiful you look great um you know you look you look strong you look confident and then one goddamn bastard says to you you're ugly or somebody on the internet says you're fat right there's a hundred things that happen good in that day what do we typically focus on 99.9 percent .9 of you focus on that one bad experience that one bad thing and this is the issue Right. And this is why I think it's so important to start your day with gratitude. I, I am a big believer on focusing on gratitude, focusing on the things you do have, focusing on the things that you can be grateful for. Because, again, you get more of what you consistently think of. And the same yes. thing applies with negative thoughts. I love that. And 
again, like it's you're dismissing the good things that happen and you're just accepting everything negative that happens to you. So focusing on the negative can be very detrimental if we're relating this to your fitness goals. It's like, let's say you have a calendar and you have four habits that you need to mark off. Let's say it's your workout, your steps, your nutrition, and your water intake. You might hit your workout, your steps, and your water intake, but because your nutrition is off, it's like, oh, I didn't do good. I did. I didn't mark off all the boxes. I, I feel like a failure because let's say the scale went up and it's because I didn't focus on my nutrition. But it's like you have so many other wins that you need to focus on. And it's not just about, oh, progress is all or nothing. And this kind of relates to the first point. It's not just black and white. You can still make progress as long as you keep focusing on the positive of what did go right instead of always looking at the negative. Now, moving into the third one is at number three, and that is fortune telling. And we're not just talking about like, oh, trying to like um, the psychics who try to sell you stuff and with like their crystal balls or anything like that. We're telling you as in like, you already know the outcome that's going to happen. So how many of you, let's say you have this crazy great idea, like a business proposal, and then you tell your mom, your aunt, whoever, and then they instantly shut it down. They're like, oh, that's never going to work. That's stupid. That's silly. Like, why would you even think about that? Like they instantly shut you down. And I feel like a lot of times we, we have these experiences and maybe you're one of those people who you are the ones who shut other people down, right? It's like you already know the worst possible outcome, even though you don't even know. You really don't know. You you already assume the worst in any single situation. So, for example, your friend Becky comes to you and says, oh, I'm going to lose 50 pounds this year. And you doubt her. You're like, <laughs> yeah, right. Like, you're not going to lose that. I already know you. You're, you're, you're just not going to change, right? Like, we all know yeah. someone who's been a bet or been that person who's like a fortune teller like they always assume the worst case scenario yeah i love that yeah and this is this is one of the things that is so common with like for example i honestly it's kind of sad but spouses this is especially for people in relationships if they're not on board like they themselves don't want to improve their health it's so hard because they are automatically catastrophizing maybe because again, maybe they had a negative experience. Maybe they themselves were not able to do it, but they are going to tell you like, that's not going to work. You, you know, you, we've, we've tried this and that we, we did X, Y, Z, we did keto. What's the point? And it's so sad when, when you're in an environment of people that have these negative thoughts and it's so common. And I find it so common, especially with partners, or, or, or family members that are not willing to also change. So this is one of the things that you got to be looking out for if you want to change your life and, you know, people are, are trying to tell you that you can't do it, right? These are coming from the automatic negative thoughts. Now, with that being said, number four is, wait, number four is mind reading. So um, another thing that people do is they assume their thoughts are about you or, or of course, that they aren't good, right? So this automatic narrative thought is you think you know what another person is thinking. You think you know what another person is thinking. So one of the reasons, like this come, kind of reminds me of like relationships. And, and this is one thing that, you know, I would say both parties kind of struggle with. And the reason why is because we typically like to think we're always right. And we like to just think that, okay, the reason why X, Y, and Z happen is because, you know, so-and-so-and-so. Right. We, we never actually take the time to actually understand that person or understand the reasoning behind why maybe she wants to do this or he wants to do this. So if you are often getting into fights, whether it's with your partner, whether it's with your friends, 
honestly, one of the reasons why is because you're mind reading. And again, it comes back to that automatic negative thought that you might be having. So firstly, if this is something you have, you got to be aware of that. And you got to understand that you're not always right. And that comes from, you know, just having that self-awareness, but understanding that, you know, what you're thinking might not be what the other person is thinking. Yeah. And I think a great example of this too is also inside the gym, right? It's like, you're going to the gym and you're looking around at other people and you're like, oh, this person's looking at me weird. He probably thinks I'm fat and that I don't belong here mm-hmm. and that I should just leave the gym and never come back. It's like, no. Like you're not a mind reader. You have to understand that you can't just assume what other people are thinking about you is number one, that's exactly what they're thinking. And number two, that it's actually true. So those (laughs) assumptions that you're making are not always going to be the correct assumptions. And that's why, again, when uh, DJ was talking about like relationships and stuff, it's like you're starting to assume when you start making an ass of you and me. And then that's when fights happen. It's because you're assuming the wrong things. And that's not even the thing that that person was thinking in the first place, right? So again, negative thought number four is again, mind reading. You never want to always assume that that person is thinking about something negative about you. And if they are thinking about you, it's not always going to be true, okay? So with that being said, moving on to ant number five, and that is thinking what you're feelings. And this occurs when you have negative feelings without even questioning them. So for example, you... You feel like you're, 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 you're stressed, right? So what that means is like, you think that you're stressed, but then you're like, okay, I'm stressed. Like, let's say you had a hard day at work. And then because you had a hard day at work, you automatically associate having a hard day at work, meaning you're stressed out. When in reality, just because you had a hard day at work, doesn't mean that you should be stressed out, right? Like just those two instances, like you being stressed out versus you having a hard day at work, they're not the same thing. They don't mean the same thing. So because you're making those same associations, it's like, okay, anytime I have a hard day at work, I'm automatically going to be stressed out instead of just challenging that belief. Okay. What if I have a hard day at work and I, I am not stressed out, you know, like a lot of times people don't actually challenge their beliefs and they accept their feelings for what it is. And they just go on about their days, carrying around that feeling when in reality, they shouldn't be in that situation if they just challenged it in the first place. I love that. Yeah. And that goes into number six. So again, number five is thinking with your feelings. And remember, like another example is something happens to you and you associate yourself with that thing. So you're feeling maybe you said something that was, you know, whatever, wasn't the smartest thing. And so you feel stupid. And then you start to tell yourself because you feel stupid that you are stupid when in reality that might not actually be the case and with that being said guys at number five oh sorry at number six we're being ruled by shoulds so that shoulda woulda coulda and this is the idea of basically like you have you're trying to guilt trip yourself to change and it rarely works trying to guilt yourself or approach your goals through shame through guilt and it needs again what we talked about earlier it needs to come from a place of I want to feel great. I know that if I do this, I'm going to feel my best. And I had a client recently share this uh, big, big win. And I shared it in my story. It was basically, I no longer want to get rid of the belly fat. That was her main prerogative. That was her main goal. And she said, 
I want to feel my best. I want to look my best. And you see the shift there. It's not I should I should do this because I don't want to look good. I don't want to look fat. I should do this because I don't want to uh, I don't want to feel like a beached whale. No. If you approach it like that, it's not empowering. It's not going to push you forward. Instead, focus on the thing that you want, not the thing that you don't want. Again, it goes back to everything we're saying. And that's yeah. and number six. Yes. And I think a big a big part of that too, like a, a great example is, oh, I should go to the gym or like I should eat healthy. When in reality, when you keep saying you should, then number one, you're implying that you aren't already doing it. And number two, it comes from a place of like, you feeling obligated that you have to do something because you feel like mm -hmm. it's right. And that's never a good place to be in because no one likes being told what to do. No one likes to like follow rules and be like, Oh, I have to do this because everyone else said that I should do this. And it's like, you're following orders because not because you actually want to do it, but it's almost like you're being forced to do it. And that's never a place that you want to actually operate in because it's not sustainable. It's not going to be enjoyable and you're not going to achieve anything by just being ruled by all these shoulds. Now, with that and being said, yeah, oh, yeah, go ahead, DJ. I was gonna add one, yeah, one last thing on this is that um, this is something that I remember hearing from Tony Robbins. It's basically your why should pull you, not push you. You should not push yourself to a why. You should be yes. pulled. And so the difference is again, a push is like I have to do this. It's gonna wear you out. A pull is I want to feel my best. I want to feel mm -hmm. great. I want to look my best, and that's gonna pull you forward. I love, I, I love that. I love that. And number seven at number seven is labeling. And I feel like everyone has some type of identity that they associate themselves with. So when you call yourself like labels such as fat, lazy, stupid, or I'm a loser, if you're calling yourself these things and it's very um, deprecating to your identity and your self-worth, then you're not, you're never going to do anything productive to like get out of that situation because you're always going to associate yourself as being fat or lazy or stupid or being called a loser, like whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't recommend anyone labeling other people or like labeling yourself for that matter, because eventually that's going just, that's, that's just going to become like a self-fulfilling prophecy where all your habits, all your actions, all your beliefs are going to be aligned with that label that you put on yourself. And it's going to damage your relationship with yourself, with others, and just everyone around you. So be very careful of what you call yourself and be very mindful of what you also call other people. Yeah, and what I want to add on that is basically, again, this goes back to, you know, the self-fulfilling prophecy, right? If you start to say, like, I'm a, you know, I've always been fat. Well, guess what? You're going to take the actions of this identity that you've set for yourself. I'm a fat person, so I'm going to do what fat people do. I'm a healthy person. I'm going to do what healthy people do. And these are coming down to what you label and what you self-identify as. And this is a topic that we talk very deep on. But again, don't label yourself. Don't label other people because this creates a self-fulfilling prophecy because this is a belief that you are going to set in your brain. And there's no once you set that belief, there's no changing because we always want to prove ourselves right. That's what we naturally want to do. And so with that being said, number eight is taking things personally. So this is an automatic negative thought. So let's say, you know, somebody doesn't treat you well, doesn't treat you right, or doesn't treat you well, or, you know, doesn't give you what you necessarily wanted. It could be at a job. It could be at, you know, in, in interaction. And so you take it personally, right? And it might be hard to, for you to hear that. And if you're prone to automatic neg negative thoughts, then you're you're thinking that like okay the reason why I wasn't treated right is because you know I'm I'm not good enough or I'm not like 
you know, you're taking it to a point where the situation wasn't necessarily about you. It's not personally directed towards you, but your automatic negative thought is taken in a way that, okay, I didn't get that promotion. The reason why I didn't get that promotion is because I'm, I'm a failure. I, I'm, I'm not good enough. I'm not this, right? When in reality, maybe it was just the fact that this person knew the, 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 the candidate personally, right? So these are situations where, again, like maybe you go to the gym, maybe you, you didn't get the results you wanted automatically. And you, and you think to yourself, man, I'm not good enough. I'm not this, I'm not that. You say all these negative things. And maybe in reality, it was just your approach. Maybe your approach wasn't the right thing. And it wasn't necessarily anything to do with you. It was just the way that you approach the thing. It has nothing to do with your body. It has nothing to do with that. It might just be the way that you're taking it or the way that you're approaching it. So again, people most of the time are not actually like, again, going back to that analogy of like, if you don't get the promotion, you are not always going to be the center of attention, right? And it's not always going to be about you. And sometimes you need to disconnect yourself from the result and just look at it objectively. And when you have that automatic negative thought, you automatically take it as I'm not good enough. I'm not this. I'm not that. Yep. And especially when you're in a relationship too, right? It's like, just because your partner doesn't give you something, doesn't mean that, Oh, this person's are like mad at you or like you did something wrong. It's like, no, maybe they just had a bad day at work or like maybe they're focused on something else. Mm -hmm. Right. Like don't always take things personally because it's not the case at all. Okay. I can assure you that now moving into at number nine, and this is the final one. And that is blame. This one's pretty straightforward. And that is essentially you're blaming other people for your problems. It's like you have to understand that where you are right now in your life is a re- result and byproduct of your actions, your thoughts, your attitudes, your beliefs, everything in your life you are 100% responsible for. And I know this might ruffle some feathers, but it's true. Like, yes, there might be other people who have some influence in your life. But ultimately, you have the decision to change your life around. And if because you haven't been able to change that life around right now, then that's a decision that you're making, right? And maybe you're in the process of it, then great. But you are the results of everything that you put forth in your life up to this very moment. Like You Mm. cannot put the blame on your parents. You cannot put the blame on your spouse or your kids or anyone else but you. Like just realize that you are the person who got yourself in this situation and you are also the person who can get yourself out of this situation. There's no good or anything productive being done by just Mm. blaming other people. Like blaming other people isn't going to get you out of the situation that you're in. And if you're going to blame them for the bad times, are you also going to blame them for the good times? No. So you have to recognize that everything is a hundred percent on you, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Love that. And you know what? I think what we should do, because there is actually a lot of ways to combat this and we gave a lot of good tips. What do you think of a part two where we break down now how to exactly break out of the ants and create the pets. Ooh. You want to go through a part two next week? Let us know. Um, Cause I think we're, we're touching on the 30 minute mark right now. And I think the next topic might be another 30 minute topic because. All right. All right. Let's do to it. To unpack there. Okay. So, right. so with that two. being said, guys, yeah, Thank we're, we're going to do a part two next week. Uh, same time. And guys, if you are, a, 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 again, if you, resonated with any of this make sure you stay tuned and remember you got to destroy the ants in your life and next week we're going to talk about creating pets out of these pesky ants 
Kevin, if they want to hear more from you, where can they find more? Yes, you can follow me on all social media platforms at Vision Fitness. You can also follow my podcast as well at A Vision Includes You Podcast. DJ, where can they find you? You guys can find me at the Way of the Nomad Podcast on all uh, streaming platforms and Nomadic Fitness on all social media platforms. And with that being said, guys, we appreciate your time. And until next week, we're going to do part two of this, creating pets. Okay? Peace. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of A Vision Includes You. If you got value from today's episode, I would love for you to screenshot any episode, post it to your story, and tag me at Vision Fitness so that I know you're tuning in. I truly appreciate the support, and as always, I hope you have the best day ever, and I'll catch you on the next episode.